Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. People ask me all the time, hey, Evo, what's the next big trend in podcasting? And by all the time, I mean eh, on a weekly basis. Yeah, I get asked the question a whole lot. And it's difficult to predict the future. You can't predict the future, even though this show is ostensibly about an advancing view or the forward, forward-looking uh, thoughts on podcasting. It's not predictive. But I'll tell you what the next big thing in podcasting is. Daily podcasting. And by next big thing, I mean thing that's happening right now that's going to continue. As this resurgence of interest in the podosphere works, continues, grows, a lot of new shows are coming on that are daily programs. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it means to the working podcaster like yourself to put out a daily show. You know, for the longest time, by the way, daily shows are nothing new. They're nothing new. We've had daily shows since the beginning. There are some, I mean, one of the very first shows that was out there, Adam Curry's Daily Source Code. Hint, daily. There was a lot of other daily shows, and many of them have died, but also a few of those have continued. So daily's nothing new. But with the increased appetite, the increased consumption appetite that's out there, Daily shows, the concept of making a show that's available daily is an increasing trend. So should you do it? Should you switch your show format from a weekly or fortnightly? I've decided I'm going to start saying fortnightly because I always screw up bi-weekly, bi-monthly. Even though I know it, I still screw it up. So weekly, fortnightly, monthly shows, those are the standard ways that working podcasters think about the podosphere. And when I'm working with clients, it's what I typically think of clients. What do you want to do? Do you want to do a weekly? Do you want to do a fortnightly? Do you want to do it monthly? Hopefully it's weekly. Um, but I see that changing. I see a lot of new interest from people who are getting daily content. And it makes sense. As people are consuming podcast content more, they want to get more content. And one way to get more content from the same provider is to, that provider starts producing content daily. Okay. Should you do it? Well, there's some considerations. I, I, made, I was making a list earlier today, but what are, what are the types of shows you could do daily? And what I realized, I was just writing down a list of possible podcast content. There's no difference, <laughs> really. When, when you get down to it, any sort of content you want to produce as a podcast, you could do as a daily program. There is no daily format. But there are some considerations you have to make. Because I've been doing a daily, well, four times a week, so let's, let's, let's call it close enough to daily for now. I've been doing a daily show, this one right here, for 149 episodes now. And what it's taught me 
is that, well, this is hard, <laughs> to be really, really honest with you. It, it's hard. And I think that most people who are podcasting today, most working podcasters, have to make some adjustments. Because it's not just simply, hey, a daily show is five times the week of a monthly show, or a week uh, of a weekly show. Five times as often, five times as much work. Well, that's not necessarily true, but it, but it kind of is. Actually, it's, it's a little bit more work, but it's, but it's different work. And I think the big thing about what makes daily podcasting different than weekly or fortnightly podcasting is that it, re- it takes a commitment. It takes a different level of commitment because any kind of podcasting takes a commitment, but it takes a different level of commitment. It takes some planning. It takes some forethought. And it takes the, uh, a, a much, I guess the biggest thing it takes is a process and a routine. Lots of podcasters I know don't have much of a routine other than, hey, it's Sunday or it's Wednesday at 3 p.m. or it's Tuesday at 5.30, whatever. And that's the time they sit down to do all their show. So that's a lot harder when you're thinking about daily content because now you have to have a routine that spans multiple days in the same week. And that's a lot harder to do. It also requires a change of how you formulate the show. Because if you just try and take your existing format of your podcast and do it five days a week, three days a week, seven days a week, you're going to find that's a, that's a lot harder for you to, to swallow. But that's okay, because I think what really could happen here is that if you want to explore the daily format, think about doing something new. I wouldn't necessarily recommend changing your show format to a daily format. I would think about doing something new. And I think the big reason I wouldn't suggest taking your current show and turning it into a daily format has to do with the listeners. You know about me, man, I am always thinking about what the listener experience is. And if you have established a cadence and a rhythm for your existing listener base for your podcast, switching to a daily format, that's going to be hard for a lot of them. It might be too much content. We only have 24 hours in the day. Every human being has 24 hours in the day. And only a small subset of those are dedicated, are available for podcast listening time. So if you do your one hour long show, which is probably too long, but whatever. If that's the right show length for you, fantastic. And you try and do that five days a week, ooh. Do your people really have five hours of listening? Now, maybe they do. We're seeing lots of really new, cool stuff happening in podcasting daily has to do with day parting. I've subscribed to two new shows in the last two weeks that produce daily drive home shows. The great thing about being on Pacific time this time of year or mountain time the rest of the year is these shows are produced on the East Coast. Yay. So when they're available like at three o'clock in the afternoon for me, so I can catch them anytime. But day parting is becoming really popular. And some of these shows get kind of long, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And that's harder to fit into my day. I can't really fit any more daily shows because I subscribe to seven or eight daily shows right now. So that's hard for me to fit anything else in. The rest of my podcast listening queue is getting kind of jammed up. So consider your audience. Think about your listeners. Now, if you want to be the dominant voice in their ears all the time and you can command that kind of presence because you have enough information, then go for it. I think going daily is great. But remember, remember, It's all about your audience expectations, which is why I said originally, you might want to think about doing a different show. Maybe you keep your weekly show going, 
and you start a new daily program. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe it's also, one, one last thing to think about, because I know I'm running out of time as I pontificate on this, it just came to me, has to do with how you actually do your content. Remember earlier when I said most people that I know that podcast have a set time and that's when they do that week's episode. Well, when you're doing a daily show, you may want to consider doing things in batch. Maybe you take that Tuesday 5.30 a.m. slot and you create the primary content for five daily episodes next week. Now, clearly that doesn't work if you're doing a news-based piece of content. But it certainly can work if you're doing something that's not, you know, immediately accessible. Immediately, uh, not accessible, immediately uh, of importance, right? Something that's more evergreen type, type content. Lots of things with The Daily Show. I love the concept. I, I really love doing it, to be really honest with you, because it's not just a concept to me. It's what I do four days a week, and it and it really works. It causes me to be more in the moment, more, more deeply ingrained in this thing which I do. So if you really want to make yourself an expert in your field and you want to be that which you say, that daily show is one great way to do it. Just prepare. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, it takes me about two and a half hours to all in to get each one of these episodes out. And I do it four times a week. That's 10 hours. That's a quarter of my work week dedicated to making this show. Just know what you're getting yourselves into. I love the concept of daily. I'd love to know if you try it. And if you're a business and you want to try a daily show, it's wonderful. There are some caveats and pitfalls that I didn't get a chance to talk about now. But if you want to talk about those, get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro, because this is what I do. I help businesses launch and keep running their podcasts forever. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro and get a list of all the services that I offer. But I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! I never know where the off arrow is. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.